Alright y'all, this is your man L. Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is a place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. We got a little bit to talk about today, so let's get right into it as we normally do with the word on the street. And I will be uh, filling you guys in basically on the weather uh, path, well, the terrible weather we've been having in the Midwest. So let's get right into it. Now the National Weather Center uh, is reporting that there has been over 120 instances or 120 cases of tornadoes uh, throughout the Midwest, uh, more so in Missouri, Oklahoma, Iowa, and also uh, in Texas, parts of Texas as well, western Texas to be exact. and that's not necessarily, there were over 120 reports, but that's not to say that there was a, a 120 uh, separate t- tornadoes. Just like I said, 120 reports of tornadoes, uh, like I said, through the areas of Missouri, Oklahoma, also Iowa and Western te- Texas. Excuse me. Now, one of the most devastated areas was D- uh, Jefferson City, Missouri. A state of emergency was called by the state's governor, Mike Parsons. Now, seven people have lost their lives already in Jefferson City as well and also two uh, 21,000 people were left without power uh, also there was a curfew being enacted between the hours of 9 p.m. and 5 a.m. in that area as well uh, and also another another uh, drastic turn for the worst that might happen uh, there's also been a, 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 well, a, a very uh, drastic amount of rainfall in this area as well and 51 of the 64 levees throughout the state of Missouri are looking are getting close to overfilling, uh, meaning massive flooding uh, throughout the Missouri uh, Jefferson City's particular, which is, if I'm not mistaken, the state capital of Missouri. So that's a lot of uh, issues that we're going to be having right there. In Oklahoma, many areas have already uh, been flooding, uh, especially around the Arkansas River, uh, especially in the town or the city of Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa has also reached moder- uh, moderate flooding. Now, also another town called Weber Falls, also located in Oklahoma, had to be evacuated. Uh, now, two fertilizer barges that were in the area were also pushed towards a local dam, uh, but that well, that uh, fortunately did not cause a break within the dam. Now, structural damage has also proven to be minimal, and the uh, the Army Corps engineers uh, has also uh, said that the debris uh, has but the debris around the dam has not fully allowed it has not allowed it has not allowed it to fully close so there is still of a of a breaking uh, point that could be reached here with that dam and if that were to uh, break of course that town uh, could be severely flooded uh, there's no real uh, estimate on on the exact damage right now uh, but we're talking about a complete a, a town uh, that could be completely wiped out if that dam does break. So this is a if it's not the tornadoes, then it's been massive flooding throughout the week in the entire Midwest. Like I said, uh, particularly in the states again, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Iowa. Uh, later on in the week, I will be offering or I will be giving you guys some information to sites uh, that uh, will direct you into donating if that's your thing. Uh, like I like I always try to do on this show is whenever there's a specific uh, tragedy natural disaster I try to give you guys some links I try to get you guys some info on how to donate out like I said I always think it's important especially in times a need like that I I do my best when I can uh, so I like to give you guys the option or just the uh, wherewithal to know that that even exists so if you are into that if you are looking to maybe donate in the future I will be giving you guys 
some info and some links on how to get in uh, how to get involved in the near future uh, but for now I'm going to take a quick break and before I do uh, I want to send a quick uh, little prayer quick little shout out to the folks in the Midwest right now I hope you guys pull through I hope you guys uh, you know are able to get through this and anybody who's lost a family or a loved one you have my deepest consolences anybody who's still without power uh, anybody who does not have any shelter right now you uh you are getting my best wishes and i hope all you guys from missouri to western texas i hope you guys pull through uh much love to you guys so i'm gonna take a quick break y'all uh when i come back i will be breaking down uh the nba conference finals uh the eastern conference that has been the east has finally been won so we're gonna break that down we might even break down the game five there too just to give you guys some perspective on where we're at we're gonna highlight some we're gonna talk uh about the matchup we're gonna have this thursday between the raptors and the uh Warriors for the NBA title and then we're going to wrap everything up tonight with some baseball action I'll be going over the scores today and like I said uh, to you guys uh, earlier this week I wanted to give you guys uh, two shots at this at the at the MLB standings a week uh, this week we're going to wrap everything up uh, let you guys know who's on top uh, let you guys know who's you know where everything where everybody is at uh, this is the end of the week so I'm going to like I said I'm going to try to give you guys uh, two heads up on what's going on in baseball in the, in the baseball world at least twice a week uh, this is my second this is my second night doing it so I'm going to give you guys just some some updated standings and some updated records for you guys so I'll be right back y'all all right all right, y'all, I am back. Like I said, I got some NBA news to report to you guys. And before I get into the Eastern Conference Championship, I do want to break down some end-of-the-year awards. Uh, we do not have the MVP of the Most Improved Player or the Coach of the Year yet, but we do have the first and second team All-Rookies. We also got the first and second team All-Defense team, and we also have the first, second, and I believe the third team all uh, the third team all NBA for you guys tonight. So let's get into it. I'm going to start everything off with the all rookie team, uh the second team for that matter. Let's get right into it. Uh for that second team we have guard, uh, we have our we have a, our first guard, Shy Gilgis Alexander from the Los Angeles Clippers. We have another guard, Colin Sexton, uh coming from the Cavs. We also got another Clipper here, another guard on top of that, Landry Shamet coming out of the Clippers as well. And then we also got Mitchell Robinson, a center from the Knicks, and then uh, in, uh, finishing everything up, we have another guard from the Atlanta Hawks, Kevin Herter. Uh, moving on to the all-rookie first team, we got Trey Young, point guard for the Atlanta Hawks, uh, getting 100 first-team votes. We also got Luka Doncic coming from the Mavericks, shooting guard, had a really solid year. We'll get to uh, all these guys, at least in the first team. We're going to get to their stats in just a second. Uh, next up, we have DeAndre Ayton, a center coming from the Suns. He had 95 first-place votes. We also got Jaron Jackson, a big man. Uh, he plays... Uh, he splits time between the forward and the center position, uh, but he, he's coming out of Memphis. And then finally, we have Marvin Bagley the third, another forward, uh, this time from my second favorite team, the Sacramento Kings. He had 56 first-place votes. So let's get into the stats real quick. For Trey Burke, he averaged 19.8 points last year. He also had eight assists, and this is coming from 41% shooting from the field. He also had 32% from the three-point line. For Luka, he averaged 21, uh, 21 points per game. He also had eight rebounds. 
six assists. Also, he shot 42% from the field and 32% from the three-point line on top of that. Next up for DeAndre Ayton, the big man. He had 16 points last year. He also averaged 10 rebounds. And this is coming from a 58% field goal percentage, so really productive, uh, really reliable in the paint. And he also played some good defense as well. He also averaged a block a game as well. Uh, for Jaron Jackson the third, he had 14 points last year. He also averaged 4.7 rebounds. And he had, he had the highest three-point percentage here of all uh, the of all the of all the first team all rookies and that's just and that's just a sign of the times uh the league is going into a shooting frenzy that's where we're at right now so even the big men can shoot uh he went 35 percent like i said he also averaged a block a game as well as well as uh marvin bagley the third he also averaged a block a game as well also a 50 percent shooting percentage uh through last year and he he averaged almost 15 points per game at 14.9 and he also averaged 7.6 uh, rebounds as well. Uh, we're going to move on to the second team all defense. Uh, we have Drew Holiday here, guard from the New Orleans Pelicans. We also got Clay Thompson. We already know about him. A Clay 47. We also got Joel Embiid here, big man coming out of the Sixers. We have Draymond here, Golden State's finest, along with Clay. And then to wrap it all up for the second team all defense, we have Kawhi Leonard. Uh, to break down some defensive stats for you guys, I wanted to highlight Draymond. I think he's the best player here. Here in the second team, in my opinion, just based on the numbers, he averaged 9.9 uh, rebounds a game. He also had 1.4 steals coming from a power forward. That's really significant. He's really guarding and matching up against his guys well. He also had 1.7 blocks. He almost had two blocks a game. And he had a 1.104.3 uh, defensive rating, which is really high. Uh, if I'm not was not mistaken, that was good enough for at least 23rd or 25th in the league. I'm gonna have to check back on that again. Uh, but Getting right into the first team, uh, all defense. Uh, this is a star study class. We already know who these guys are. Uh, starting everything off, we have Giannis. First team selection, of course. Uh, 94 first, uh, first team votes. We also have his teammate uh, out there in Milwaukee, Eric Bledsoe. We also got Paul George, Rudy Gobert, who got 97 first place votes. And he might be, I'm not saying a shoo-in, but he's, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he might be a nominee for the Defensive Player of the Year award as well. And finally, we have Marcus Smart. Uh, let's break down some stats for these guys, some defensive stats and some defensive metrics. Uh, for Giannis, he averaged 10 defensive rebounds per game. Uh, he's also a highly rated defender. On top of that, he averaged a 105, 100.5 defensive rating. He also averaged a block and a half per game. And he had the highest defensive win shares at one uh, points, uh, 0.179. Like I said, that is the highest of all the win shares. So defensively, he's doing a a lot to help his team win the game. That's all you need to know. Uh, moving on to Eric Bledsoe, he had a, a significantly higher defensive ranking than Giannis. He had 103.3. He also averaged one and a half steals a game. Uh, for, for, for Paul George, excuse me, he had 103.4 defensive rating. He also had 2.2 steals a game. So he played very well on the defensive end throughout the year. He just didn't show up in the playoffs, but it happens. Uh, we also got Rudy Gobert. We already know about Rudy Gobert. We've been hearing about him for years. Big, solid big man out there in Utah. He also had a high, significantly high defensive rating. He had 102.9 this year. He also averaged 2.3 blocks a game. And finally, for Marcus Smart, he had the highest defensive rating of anybody here. 105.9. He's really solid. He also averaged 1.8 steals a game. Uh, let's move on to the all-NBA teams. Let's start off with uh 
The third team here, we got Blake Griffin, LeBron, Rudy Gobert, Russell Westbrook, and then finally we got Kimba Walker. Uh, one guy that I wanted to highlight from the third team All-NBA was Kimba Walker. He averaged 25.6 points uh, this year, 4.4 rebounds. He also had 5.9 assists, so almost 6 assists last year. And he also uh, uh, sorry, shot at a pretty good 43% from the field. He also had 1.2 steals per game, so he has a, he's a solid all-around point guard uh, does not get a whole lot of love. I think this, if I'm not mistaken, this is his first All-NBA team selection. So big up on him, and uh, let's see what he does into the off. Let's see what he does this offseason because I don't know if he stays in Charlotte, but we'll see. Let's see. Uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to the second team All-Defense. I'm sorry, second team All-NBA. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, we have uh, KD, Kawhi, uh, Dame, who got his fourth. For a first, uh, sorry, fourth All NBA team selection, we also got Kyrie as well. For KD, uh, this was a really solid year for him uh, until the injury. He also had a monster playoffs. But let's get into it. For him, he had 26 points per game last year. He also averaged six rebounds, six assists, and this is coming all on 52% shooting, which is really good. You also got Kyrie doing this thing: 23.8 points. He also averaged five rebounds, uh, 5.7 assists, and he also had a 48% field goal percentage. And finally, uh, you also had Joel Embiid on that second team as well. He averaged 27.5 points, 13.6 rebounds, also 3.7 assists, and that is on 48.4% shooting. He also got a block, uh, actually almost two, actually two blocks a game. So really good on him. Again, uh, he is solidifying himself as one of the premier big men in the league. Uh, moving on to the first team, All-NBA. The, these guys you already know about. This should not come as a surprise to any of you guys. So let's just break them down. Uh, Giannis, Harden, of course, Stephen Curry, and you also got PG and Nikola Jokic. So let's break it down. For James Harden, really solid year. 36 points a game uh, that he averaged. I've never seen that happen in a while. I haven't seen that happen in a while. Six rebounds, seven assists, 7.5 assists. He also scored 44% uh, through the the field goal he also had uh th he also scored 36.3 percent uh, from the, the three-point line moving on to giannis he had 27 points he averaged 27 points this year 12.5 rebounds five and uh 5.9 assists so pretty much six assists and this is coming on his 57 percent uh shooting moving on to steph curry 27.3 points he is also uh he also averaged five rebounds five assists 47 percent shooting 43 percent shooting god damn and He's also, and this is somebody, this is a fact that they will not talk about. I personally like this guy. Uh, they won't say this stuff about him, but this just goes into how great of a player he is and how underrated he is. He is the 16th ranked defender in the league. Just want to throw that out there to you guys. Significantly high. Um, I'm sorry, defensive rate. I know it's over. It's definitely over 100. I want to say 103 or 104, something like that. Uh, but definitely uh, an underrated defender. Moving on to PG-13. We already know he's a great defender. He is on all the – he is – on the all nba uh defense team uh he averaged 28 points last year eight rebounds also four assists and this is coming off of 43 percent shooting and also 38 percent shooting from the three-point line and finally we got your boy nikola Jokic. Uh, he had a really solid season as well really balled out in the playoffs too but during the regular season he averaged 20 points 10 rebounds also seven assists on 51 percent shooting so there you go these are the end of the year awards uh i think the rest of them should be passed 
passed out right after the finals. So the coach of your most improved and also, of course, your MVP, who I I had a Giannis uh, as my clear-cut favorite. I don't think that has changed, even with him losing in the playoffs. Um if we're if we're going on regular season basketball, I mean BF basketball, then I'm not too sure off the top of my head who I could really say uh, has overtaken him. I, I didn't really see anybody who could have really challenged him during the regular season. Uh, but speaking of which, let's get into that game six of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, for the for those of you who do not know, the Raptors Raptors were able to get that win and were able to win the series in four games. One hundred to ninety four is the final score there. So let's break down the stats for the Bucks, of course. As usual, they were led by Giannis. He had 21 points, 11 rebounds. He also got four assists. Brooke Lopez also did his thing with 18 uh, points and also nine rebounds. So he was very close to the double-double, just didn't get it. As for Chris Middleton, he had 14 points and four rebounds. For the Raptors, of course, Kawhi had another monster game. In my opinion, it was historical. 27 points, 17 rebounds. He also had seven assists. This run he's on, they're not stopping him. Um... Well, at least the Bucks weren't able to stop him. We'll see what the Warriors can do. Uh, he also had some help, though. Pascal Siakam had 18 points and four rebounds. Kyle Lowry did show up last. Uh, did show up last game. I know there's been a lot. Uh, I think in the beginning of the playoffs, a lot of people were critical of him. A lot of plays, a lot of games, he really didn't show up in. But in this series, he seemed to really be on top of his game for the most part. 17 points, eight rebounds, and five. I'm sorry, eight assists and then five rebounds from him. So really good game from him. Uh, again, Toronto showed up. The crowd was real crazy. Uh, they were ready to watch that team win. And Kawhi just had another just legendary game. You can't do it. Drake uh, Drake was really happy about it. We saw him giving everybody massages and all that, you know. Like he went to NHI or something. I don't know, man. I don't know what Drake's purpose is. Like he's way, he's way more bolder than Spike Lee in my opinion. But he should be good entertainment. I would like to see his reactions during this Warrior series, though. I'm really looking to see that. If they lose, best believe he's probably going to be on a meme. But anyways, I'm going to take another quick break. And when I get back, we're going to talk some baseball. Like I said, we go, we'll go, we be going over today's scores. we got a lot of action to go over uh, today. And then we're going to be finishing everything up with the standings, some updated standings to end off the week. So I'll be right back, y'all. All right. All right, y'all. I am back. Let's get right into it. I'm going to be over, going over some baseball action from today. I'm going to wrap everything up with the standings as well. So let's get right into it. Uh, the Padres uh, took a really bad loss to the Blue Jays today. 10-1 to is the final score. But the Padres, of course, they got the one RBI from their first baseman, Will Myers. They also got a couple hits from their third baseman, Ty France. Moving on to the Blue Jays. Uh, they had a big game from their uh, first baseman, Justin Smoke. He had two home runs. He also batted in five RBIs. Their left fielder Lourdes Gurriel also hit a four uh, also hit a home run as well, excuse me. He also had four hits and two RBIs and their pitcher Marcus Stroman, he went for five innings, uh got the win today. He gave up five hits. Uh he also gave up a run as well. He also had a walk. Uh, he did the did also get two strikeouts though but more importantly like i said he got the game he got the win so that's all that matters marcus stroman gets your win there uh blue jays get the win as well uh move
moving on, we also got the Tigers. Uh, they took another loss again, this time to the Mets, 3-4. to four. Uh, The Rays were able to get some revenge against the Indians, 6-3 to three is the final score there. We also got the Marlins. Uh, they take another loss to the Nationals, 6-9 to nine is the final score there. The Dodgers looking really good, getting it done against the Pirates, 11-7. to seven. We got the Twins blinking the Chicago White Sox, 7-0. to zero. Uh, The Brewers pick up a really good win against the National League opponent, one of the top teams in the National League, actually. The Phillies, 9-1 to one is the final score there. But the Phillies, of course, they only got that one RBI from their uh, catcher, Andrew Knapp. For the Brewers, uh, they got some help from everybody. Uh, just a lot of people got some hits, including the pitcher. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, their center fielder, Ben uh, ben Ganell, he also had two runs, three RBIs. Uh, their catcher, Yasmani Grandel, also hit a home run as well as two RBIs. And their pitcher, the winning pitcher here was gonna is gonna be Brandon Woodruff. He went for eight innings, only gave up one hit, one or run. He also had 10 Ks. He also had a couple RBIs, if I'm not mistaken, as well. So the Brewers just had a really good game against the Phillies. Uh, they're looking to maintain their top spot uh, in the Central Division. Uh, moving on, uh, we got some AL action here. The Red Sox were able to get it done against the Astros 4-1. to For the Sox, uh, they were led by their third baseman, uh, Rafael Devers. He had a home run. Also some, he also had an RBI as well. Uh, for uh, Also, they got some help from their shortstop, Eduardo Nunez. Two hits. He also batted in an RBI. And on top of that, we got Eduardo Rodriguez getting the win. He went for six innings. Only, he gave up four hits, but only gave up one run. He also had five strikeouts as well. And for the Astros, of course, they got the uh, the one RBI from their shortstop, Carlos Correa. Moving on, we got the Reds getting it done against the Cubs, 10-2. to uh, the, uh, the Rockies, excuse me, were able to sneak past the Orioles, 8-7. to The Diamondbacks get another win against the hapless Giants, 6-2. My A's have stormed back in the AL West, getting up, getting another win against the Mariners, 7-1. to We also got the Rangers taking another loss to the uh, to the Angels, 6-7. to We got the Braves beating the Cardinals, 4-3. to and that wraps up all the scores. Let's get into the standings. Let's get into the AL real quick. Uh, the AL East, to be exact. The Yankees are on top here, 34-18. and 18. 8-2 in the last 10. They are looking like the Kings right now. But the Rays, they had a really good series against, well, they had a solid, they had a decent series uh, against, um, oh, excuse me, the Indians. Uh, they are still in the second place spot here in the AL East, 31-19. They are two games back. They have gone 6-4 and four in their last 10. Uh, in the third place spot, we have the Red Sox, 28-25, six and a half games back. They've gone 5-5 five and a, five and five in their last 10. Here come the Blue Jays in the fourth place spot. 21 to 32, 13 and a half games back, 4 and 6 in the last 10. And of course, at the bottom, we have the Orioles. I've already counted them out. 16 to 37, 18 and a half, 18 and a half games back, 2 and 8 in the last 10. Again, this team is going nowhere. Let's just move on to the Central Division. We got the Twins on top of the Central, 36 and 16, 9 and 1 in the last 10. They're smoking hot. I don't know who's going to beat them. I normally don't call a winner of a division this early but with the teams i mean as as many games as, as the next team is back the indians they're 26 and 26 they are 10 games back at the moment three and seven in the last 10 you know again it's early uh it's not it's just may it's barely may oh, actually it's the end of may uh, but it looks like the twins might just pull out in that division again we have the chicago white Sox in the third place spot 23 and 29 three and seven in the last 10 the trajectory the trajectory excuse me of these teams 
is going down. We also got the Tigers here and the, the Royals bringing up the bottom. Uh, they are no, they are not in the mix in my opinion. They probably will never be in at, at any point in this season. The Tigers are currently standing at 19 and 31, 16 games back, also one and nine in the last 10. As for the Royals, they are 18 and 34. 18 games back, they are three and seven in their last 10. So those two guys can just pretty much count them out. Let's move on to the AL West. Uh, we still have the Astros on top, 35 and 19, six and four in their last. In the last 10, uh, they, they've caught you L's lately, um, but I, I like how they're balanced. They have a, a really, they have a good, they have good hitters, Alex Bergman. They also got Jose Altuve there. They can get on base. They also pitch pretty well, too, so I don't just see them giving up uh, this division race. Uh, but moving on to the number two spot, here come my A's. They are six and a half games back. Uh, we've been scratching, uh, scratching, clawing, and fighting 28 and 25, 91 in our last 10. We've gotten hot a little bit, so I'd be concerned for anybody else that's not an A's fan, I'd be concerned headed into the summer because we get hot in the summer. Uh, going on to the number three spot, we have the Rangers here at 500. 25 and 25 is their record. They are eight games back. They've gone seven and three in their last 10. Uh, moving on to the fourth place spot, we have 24 and 28. This is the Angels, 10 games back, four and six in their last 10. Again, this is a team that is not in the mix, in my opinion. They don't really look to challenge or to be in the mix. And the, and the Mariners, uh, it's funny because a few weeks ago, uh, they were pretty much, I want to say, where the A's are at on uh, the second place spot, maybe the third place spot, but they've gone completely down the rails 23 and 32 uh 12 and a half games back they're also one and nine in the last 10 i kind of want to call this team out but we'll see i'll give them until about mid-june uh before i call, say they're out of it uh moving on to the nl we have we're going to start off in the east uh the phillies are of course on top sales 31 and 32 is their record 73 in the last 10 uh, we have the braves coming in the second spot uh 30 and 24 one and a half games back, seven and three in their last ten. We got the Mets at five hundred twenty uh, six and twenty six, four and a half games back. They are six and four in their last ten. Uh, the uh, the Nationals are in the fourth place spot, twenty two and thirty one, nine games back, four and six at the moment. I don't see them coming back in the race as well. As far as the Marlins, you can put an X on them as well, sixteen and thirty four, thirteen and a half games back, six and four in the last ten. Uh, the ground is too much to make up. They're not. Not consistent enough again uh, six and four in their last game is fine uh, but if you see i mean unless you're seeing it over a course of a couple weeks they're not doing a whole lot of winning this is just this week pretty much this is their last 10 games uh they have not looked that great overall moving on to the central division uh the cubs are currently first place uh 30 and 21 they're five and five in their last 10 here come the brewers right on their ass 30 and 24 for the brewers they are uh, one and a half games back they are also five and five in their last 10 here come the cardinals they are also 500 26 and 26 four and a half games back they are three and seven in the last 10 we have the pirates at the fourth place spot 25 and 25 four and a half games back uh they're Four and six in our last ten. And finally we have the Reds six and a half games back. They're currently twenty-four and twenty-eight. And they are six and four in the last ten. This seems to be like, you know, just one of the more competitive uh divisions right now. Uh they're the the bottom the bottom four teams are within a reasonable, you know, 
push. You have uh, the Brewers here one and a half games back. The Cubs are five and five in their last ten, so they're not beating everybody. Uh, so this is this division that is up for grabs. Uh, I will say though that the second place team though, uh, whoever it's going to be, is probably going to hold on to a wild card spot. I'm going to say that now. Moving on to the Western Division, we have the Dodgers on top, 35 and 18. Uh, they have gone eight and two in the last ten. Again, this is another team that's hot. I don't really see them losing uh, this division at this point, just because of just how many games the rest of these teams are back, and they don't look to be. Uh, the, the teams that are beneath them don't look to be super hot, uh, but we do have the Diamondbacks. They, you know, they are, yeah, they're seven games back. They should say they're seven games back. 28 and 25, 8 and 2 in their last 10. That's probably the only team that could give the Dodgers a run for their money. Moving on to the third place spot, we do have the Padres. They are 24 and 27, seven games back as well. Uh, they are 6 and 4 in their last 10. We also have the Rockies here, 24 and 27 as well. So that means they're seven games back, 4 and 6 in their last 10 for them, though. As for the Giants, they make up the bottom as usual 21 and 31, 13 and a half games back. I feel like I want to put an X on them, but I don't want to hear the Giants fans give me a hard time because they're out here. So uh, they have gone three and seven in the last ten. I'm not saying. Um, I'm just going to say it. They're trash this year. Fuck it. Uh, they're not going to win anything. Don't want to be a hater, but they're kind of not good. Uh, but we're going to call it a, a, a wrap for today. Uh, this week, I will be coming out with part four to my golden state issue that is my history of immigration in california series i will have that ready for you guys pretty soon i'm also working on my uh detective pikachu review starring ryan reynolds of course i thought it was trash so we're gonna get into that later on this week uh if you are looking to get in touch with me you can hit me up on facebook or instagram look me up it is l jamal ajani e l j a m a H, a Johnny A D J A N I L Jamal Johnny E L J A M A H A D J A N I. I also have a Facebook page for the page for the for the for the show. Excuse me. Look it up. Never out of bounds. Uh, if you're looking to get in touch with me, I'm also on Snapchat as well at J Butler. So. Uh, I hope y'all have a good night. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you guys. Uh, peace out. One love. I will be touching base with you guys soon. Good night, y'all.